Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the DVCC Flat Belly Cure podcast. As always, you're listening to me, Henry, um, from the DVCC in St. Albans. Um, I was told to make this very, very clear at the beginning of today's podcast. You will not be hearing the voice of my regular um, guest, Stephen Gray, today. Instead, as was cleverly pointed out on today's podcast, you will be listening to his identical, if slightly older, brother, Mark Gray. Um, Steve wanted to make that very clear. It's Mark today, Mark Gray today, not Steve Gray. Um, And I am really over the moon that we finally get to have Mark on the podcast. Just like Steve, Mark is an industry leader. He has a wealth and a depth of knowledge uh, about the fitness industry, about health and fitness in general. Um, He is the co-founder of the DVCC, along with Steve, set the DVC up way way back in uh, maybe 10 years ago in Bedford, um, and has a huge knowledge and more importantly, has a huge passion for helping people to achieve their goals, to achieve whatever it is that they're trying to work towards um, in fitness and in life. Um, On today's podcast, uh, we are talking about a question that both Mark and myself get asked a huge amount of the time, um, myself in St. Albans and Mark at all of the DVCCs around around the country. And that is the question of pre- and post-workout nutrition. Uh, in St. Albans, I get asked a lot by a, a lot of clients, what should I be eating before I work out? What should I be eating after I work out? Should I be having a protein shake before or after? Should I be eating a carb-heavy meal? Should I have meals that are high in fat content? Um, this podcast is going to go some way towards answering all of those questions. Now, Mark addresses every single one of them. And the truth is, as he says from the out, there isn't really a definitive answer to these questions. It's kind of all a trial by fire. But he does give a huge amount of helpful tips and hints to allow you to experiment, to find the perfect pre and post nutrition food, nutrition, whatever it is, um, to really perform at your best in that workout and recover from that workout as best you can, allowing you to keep progressing. Remember at the DVCC, it's all about progress, not perfection. So I'm not going to take up a huge amount of time with this introduction. I'm really, really, really excited for you to hear the first conversation between myself and Mark Gray. Um, So without further ado, here is the Flat Belly Cure podcast with myself and Mark Gray. So, um, as I probably will have talked about in the uh, introduction that I haven't quite recorded yet, um, I'm not joined by Stephen Gray today. I'm joined by Mark His Gray. Older brother. His older. older Anything brother. else you want to add to that? I will not. Okay. I'm going to be years now. Um, and we're going to talk today about um, nutrition, specifically before working out and after mm-hmm. working out, pre and post nutrition. Yeah, it's, uh, I see it a lot on Facebook. I see people asking those kind of questions and occasionally... Um, we get those kind of questions from our clients. Okay. So cool. I think it's worth addressing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know certainly in St. Albans we have, we've even done a, a sort of seminar on nutrition. That's something that comes up quite regularly. What should I eat before? And also about the times of day. So I think we can kind of break that all down. But first, let's start with kind of a rough guide. What do you think people should be eating or drinking before they work out? So I'm going to give you a, an answer. It might not be very helpful to start with because it is individual. Okay, so um, everybody can handle, uh, or everybody's digestion uh, is quicker, slower, 
then you, there is no one size fits all. Sure. So I've always been able to eat a full meal and then go and train straight away. Okay. Uh, some people it takes two hours, three hours before they feel comfortable enough to be able to go and exercise. So you could literally eat and go straight into the Absolutely. gym? Absolutely. Okay. For, for, for most of the type of workouts that I would do, yes. Okay, fine. And I, I always have done. Okay. Even when I was back in the day playing rugby, I could eat and then go out running around the, the field and training. Okay. Um, but uh, what I will give is um, broad, sure. um, hopefully helpful tips around that. Okay. Okay, so um, number one, the thing to think about is what time will you be exercising? Okay. So, we get this question a lot because obviously our sessions start at 6am so the team session there at 6 a lot of people are question should I do I need to eat something should I eat something sure so if you're getting up at say 5 o'clock to get into your 6 o'clock session what do those people do um, so the majority I would suggest they do what they would normally do at that time and if they wouldn't normally eat at that time sure. then make sure they've uh, drunk some water okay and test having a workout then because realistically even uh, my digestion anybody's digestion is not going to actually you're not going to unless you eat really um, fast acting food high GI which is effectively high glycemic index sugary foods that would get straight into your bloodstream straight away what sort of thing are we talking um, well I'm thinking like Cocoa Pops that would oh, be really? okay, as in fine. unless you had those whatever food you eat probably won't hit your diet won't hit um, your bloodstream by the time you start exercising so it's not going to make a massive difference no, and certainly when you exercise the blood goes away from your stomach so your digestion slows right down anyway okay so um, the meal you have the night before often is what you're running off if you take it in layman's terms okay, okay? cool so if you're going to do a 6am it might be better to have a decent portion of slow release carbs the night before decent serving of protein yeah I think you don't need to you don't you don't really need to look at it too in depth you okay. want a healthy balanced meal the night before as you would do most nights okay fine what about people who think they should have say a protein shake now obviously we sell out our DVCC protein yeah. a lot of people have that what about those people who say should I have a shake before working out so uh, those type of people that can drink a protein shake and then exercise within an hour or so um, I would suggest they would have a protein shake with some nuts okay, something cool. similar so they've got some protein they've got some fats okay fine um, now like I say it's a test with everybody mm -hmm. you want to try these things see how it works and sits for you and then and go from there okay um, gone are the days well, gone are the days but we're very much um, not into prescriptive do this don't do that type of sure. nutrition yeah, type of, of advice Everything is a test. Because it doesn't really work, work anywhere, right? No, exactly. And, and um, you know, some, like I say, some people live 15 minutes away, so they will get up, you know, at sure, 20, 22. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, And then some people live a bit further away, so it, it does vary depending on the individual. Um, and the beauty about testing is there's never a failure. Sure. So you're always testing, and that's, the, that's our... Um, that's how we view nutrition as a general sure even uh, if you throw up after the workout it's a positive <laughs> it's still a success because you know right well yeah, yeah that's, the right way yeah exactly um, there, this is a slight tangent but uh, there was this thing going around a, a while back it might still be a thing people were talking about empty stomach cardio mm. and, and you get in there and you haven't what's that all about is that a thing is that something that people should be thinking about uh, no okay the, for our um, the people that uh, do brilliantly at our DVCCs that is not something they need to think about okay um, if you uh, are 
care more about your Instagram photos uh, uh, and your hashtags on Instagram than maybe, but real world, every day, I have a career and a life and a family. No, there's no point now. Okay, cool. So let's say it's... Sorry, let me interrupt you. Sure, sorry. It's, it's more a, hier- a hierarchy of what you need to think about, and that is way down the list. Sure, okay, fine. So if you're not working out in the six in the morning slot, mm-hmm. you're coming after work, say. Maybe you're doing a, a six in the evening slot, maybe you're doing one of our semi-privates throughout the day. We've talked before in our nutrition seminars about the hour beforehand and the hour afterwards. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? What should those people who can perhaps eat... Um, If you can, you want um, something that contains lean protein, something that has um, some good starchy carbs, Mm -hmm. sweet potatoes are one that always jumps off the top of the head, uh, and some healthy fat. Okay, so for people who might not necessarily understand what lean protein is, what would a good source of that be? Chicken, uh, most fish, Mm -hmm. uh, white meats basically, uh, white fish. and it's not that you need to steer clear from red meat, sure. um, but lean. Uh, it, it, so no white, is, sure. white is leaner. Okay. Um, and if you wanted to do it in, say, a shake, yep. what would your advice be for that? Same thing, really. Um, as the one I said earlier, a protein shake with some healthy fats and nuts mm-hmm. is always easy. Um, I mean, if you're um, very skilled, you can whiz up some protein sure. and uh, coconut oil. Chuck or banana, banana Banana with um, some maybe avocado. But... Okay. The key is you experiment, okay? okay? Because it's like when people talk about, oh, I'm really worried about eating, um, overeating at Christmas. You don't need to worry about those individual days like Easter, Christmas. It's sure. the time in between. So yeah. um, you want to experiment what works best for you to be able to push yourself in the gym, to feel good, mm-hmm. and what makes you feel good. Because, and I say feel good as in um, your stomach. Yeah, for sure. So actually, that's an interesting point. Why are we eating before we work out? Like, what's the purpose of a pre-workout nutrition in general? What are we trying to achieve? Trying to sustain that workout. Okay, so increase the performance, perhaps. We've all probably had a workout where we go lightheaded. And we're we're not really doing too much to have gone lightheaded. Sure. And we know that we haven't eaten brilliantly that day and up to that workout. Sure. You're just trying to effectively allow your body to perform at it its current best. Yeah, sure. For that day. Yeah, yeah okay, that, perfect. That what do you, before you work out? There again, like I'm at the stage where I just eat healthily throughout the day. The day. Sometimes I don't get to eat before a workout. Sometimes I do. Sure. Today, uh, I, I'm trying to think. Today I did. Okay. Many other times I don't get that opportunity. And I... Um, <clears throat> don't personally recognise a huge difference in my performance. If you do or don't. Yes. Okay, fine. Because there are people, I mean, and like you say, it is individual. There's a client in St. Albans, Christo, who swears by a double espresso before he works out and that's all he needs. Gives mm-hmm. him yeah. the boost, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it is about that experimentation that's really cool. How about post-workout? So post-workout, uh, there again, there's lots of information about this. Sure. Lots of um, uh, lots of um, information that contradicts each each other. Everyone thinks that they've got the right answer. Um, There's myths, right? It it does depend on the time that you work out. Okay. Most of the time, you want to be able to eat eat after you've worked out. Okay. So I'm saying that because, you know, someone that does an 8 p.m. session Mm -hmm. at the DCC, um, they won't finish till 8.50. Maybe they've got a bit of time to get home. Um, They 
want to try and have a meal before mm-hmm. bed mm-hmm. or a protein shake or something that's their experimentation again generally if they're an 8pm um, client they will go to bed a bit later than say yeah for sure for sure um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you get it before you have to go there. <laughs> um, so you j- it, it sounds uh, too simple but it's not it's just some healthy protein sure um, so that's the key that's the, if you take nothing else away you want to get that healthy lean protein possibly yeah. pre but certainly post yeah it's it, it's like it's the same thing of the hierarchy of um, things you need to care about the meals you have in the day are what really really matter sure uh, if you're if you're not if you're not eating you know as well as you feel you could mm-hmm. in the day then don't focus on that post-workout meal thinking that that's going to make or break you yeah. it's not sure um it's realistically um, with nutrition it's across the span of a week that you want to be thinking okay um, and so those individual um, uh, mistakes or good things won't um, make or break okay fine so why we've spoken about it being a kind of protein based thing in a in a very simplistic way why protein after a workout recovery just to help recover yeah absolutely okay. recovery muscular specifically muscular specifically okay. yeah okay. so it's um um, protein helps you regenerate as does sleep that's why we talk about sleep a lot mm-hmm. but um, without protein it is the one macronutrient the a macronutrient nice. that if yeah. you do not have uh, in your diet as in you have no protein you'll die okay that's interesting I didn't know that so you want to be obviously we promote not straight away no yeah not immediately not that day but obviously on the nutrition course we promote having a uh, serving a protein with every meal that you mm-hmm. have. So we want to get that in. If you're having your three balanced meals a day, yeah. you're having your three servings of lean protein, mm-hmm. will that extra protein shake, for example, after the workout aid you? Is that still going to help? Extra? If, you are, if you are getting en- enough protein in all of your meals, mm-hmm. um, then you wouldn't need to have sure. a protein shake. Mm-hmm. None of us do. Okay, fine. That is why we have a protein shake, okay. realistically. And also, if if you are that um, brilliant at your nutrition and you were getting exactly the amount of protein you needed in three meals, mm-hmm. you'd probably reduce one of those meals and just have a protein shake I because see. it is easier to intake and digest after. Which is why at all the DVCC centres we have these recovery shakes. Yes, right. Because mm-hmm. immediately afterwards you get it into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the way it works? Uh, basically, you get it into your body. It's more. Uh, it is with everything that we do there's always kind of a twofold answer to it yes mm-hmm. in the scientific way you just described sure also you're far less likely to eat something bad sure if you've had a protein shake so you've kind of stabilised your blood sugar you're stabilising how you feel you've satiated yourself yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, because if you didn't yes you would pro- more than likely feel a, a blood sugar crash you get home what's the thing you want to have sure it's not broccoli and, and chicken it's Doritos and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so if when we were talking earlier um, we were talking about potentially having carbohydrates after a workout is, yes. that, is that a thing? Um, Steve and I were just talking about this earlier I think um, it, it, there again it's the hierarchy it is a thing okay. if you have done everything else that m- means it's it's that important if you're right, yeah. yeah like it, it once again it's more about what you do across the span of the day across sure. the span of the week than focusing on those that minute detail because um, most of us exercising is not our professional job it's not what we focus our day around like bodybuilders or whoever that is yeah. who are I mean yeah. professionals not even body, not even um, I mean professional yeah, athletes on stage yeah fine, um, fine, fine. 
Um, and therefore, there's plenty of other things we need to focus our time on mm-hmm. rather than should I have a bit of carbs after my workout rather than actually should I eat three healthily balanced meals. Sure, sure. Okay. So for our average client base, let's break it down because I think we've kind of got a lot of information in there. Let's break it down to three key points. For our average client member, what do we suggest? We suggest some form of lean protein. Yes. Post. Uh, yes. And pre. Depending on how uh, yeah. you feel. So the most important, if you're working out in the afternoon, it's the most important that you uh, have a good lunch okay, or a good meal a few hours, three hours, whatever works for you before. before. That is when you are most likely to have not eaten for a long enough period that you will feel ropey during a session. Okay. The early morning session, you probably have eaten before bed. The night before? Yeah. Sure. So to wrap up then, let's give... Uh, um, an example of what Mark Gray thinks is a balanced meal for that lunch. What, what would you have? Um, so, well, I've just eaten, actually, okay. just before this. Um, I had it was KFC, tur- right? <laughs> <laughs> Not today. No, um, it was uh, turkey okay. um, with some kale. Okay. It had some um, uh, pumpkin seeds. Okay, cool. Um, and also there was some sweet potato cubes. Perfect. And so kale, because when Steve and I did the podcast last week, we were talking about how so green leafy vegetables can yes. have some trace of carbohydrates whereas that's the same with kale yes kale yeah kale's a good one so um, you have to eat a lot of it to get a lot of net carbs carb. but um, it is it does have carbohydrates all vegetables have a certain amount of carbohydrates in them perfect perfect so yeah balanced meal beforehand is going to really help yeah um, and, and there again just really focus on the fact that it is experimentation there's no right there's no wrong sure um, it is all and that's that is our whole premise with the 12 week uh, nutrition and accountability program because um, people have spent 20, 30 years trying diets and failing that's because so diets are one size fits all yeah. whereas when we you take the approach of your testing to find what works for you yeah. um, then there is no failure and you can create something with our help of course that will sustain you for the rest of your life okay and you don't feel that you're deprived. That's quite interesting. I know it's slightly off topic, but we might as, as we've got a little time. Um, why do you think diets aren't sustainable? Because every time I mention that to clients, they all nod and go, yeah, you're so right. And yet they keep going back. They keep going back. What, what's the appeal of a diet and why are they not sustainable? Um, often it's because you don't know any other way. Sure. Because mainstream media talks about the diet that Kim Kardashian did yeah, to get a flat stomach after having her baby. I think that was the one yeah. I saw yesterday. Right, okay. Um, she herself promotes it. Uh, there is so much information suggesting that diets are the way that everybody gets to a certain stage. And for a lot of these celebrities and, and sports people, it is, sure, right? Sure, sure. But how many sports people have you seen um, while they're playing sport, they're in the shape they need to be to play the sport. Sure. When they finish that sport, they're not in the same shape. That's very They're true. not in any shape they're not in a shape anywhere near their sporting figure and in fact they would probably be termed or thought of as being very unfit and um, unhealthy sure clearly what they were doing wasn't sustainable for the rest of their life so as soon as they stop breaks off well because they haven't formed um, something that they don't obviously feel deprived about right sure. so um, one of the Brazilian footballers was a chap that I saw and I was amazed at how um, different he looked sure um, I'm assuming Ronaldo was it Ronaldo? It was Ronaldo. Yes, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it, is, it is, and it's um, it's just a testament to the fact that he was obviously you know when you're playing a sport, your goal is to be good at that sport. Yeah, for sure. That sport obviously had him looking lean and being um, what we would think was healthier. Yeah, for sure. Um, and obviously, when he stopped that sport, he stopped doing what it was. Mm. We are very much more focused on um, allowing people to live 
their lives, with yeah. their families, with their careers, with whatever is very important to them, maintain health or get to a healthy point, but without um, it negatively affecting any other part of what It's what do. we always say, isn't it? But having those health habits in place so you can just move forward without it being a negative. Mm-hmm. And actually, that kind of ties it back around to the ease of a protein shake. For yes. example, because that's what we're trying to promote, isn't it? Yes. Not something you have to go out of your way to measure and oh, just have the shakes, it's easy. Yeah, cool. exactly. Any final thoughts before we wrap up today? Um, no, just, just I will reiterate, just that um, if you feel deprived doing something yeah. you, and you can't see yourself doing it in 20 years, then you're probably not, it's probably not the best thing for you to be doing right now. Okay. Um, so try and focus on things that... Uh, you feel you can keep doing and gradually layering those on. Perfect. Cool. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Henry. So there we are. Another DVCC flat belly cure in the books. Um, it was a great conversation with Mark. It's always really good fun to talk to him. Um, it's great talking to people who are passionate about the area in which they're talking. Um, and I'm lucky enough uh, that Mark and Steve are both so passionate um, about health, about fitness, and about helping people to achieve their goals. It's a passion that we really all share at the DVCC, and I hope that comes through on these podcasts. Um, as always, if you guys have enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor and go to iTunes um, and give us a nice five-star rating and a good review. Um, and if you really enjoy it, please share it with your friends. We post this out on Twitter, on Facebook, on the DVCC website. Um, so you can share it that way or just through word of mouth. Absolutely no problem there. Um, and I would really, really appreciate it. We want this advice to be heard by as many people as possible. As you can probably all appreciate, the fitness world can be a bit of a minefield. Um, and so getting good, honest advice that everyday people like myself, like anybody who comes to the DVCC who aren't, as Mark talked about, you know, professional athletes training for their job, but everybody else on the face of the planet, we want to give advice for those sort of people that they can put and implement into their daily life. Um, So if you have enjoyed it, please give it a share. If the subject of nutrition in this podcast um, was interesting to you and you feel like you need a boost to your nutrition, you need to finally sort that nutrition habit out. um, At the DVCC, we do a thing called the 12-week nutrition and accountability program. Um, We don't do diets. We don't do diet plans. As we mentioned in this podcast, they're not sustainable. What we do is we build health habits with our clients so that eating well and achieving your goals is just something that you do without it being a negative impact on your family, on your friends, on your social life, on on your workplace, on whatever. Um, It's 12 weeks, as I said, one-on-one with a coach at your local DVCC. Um, If you think that this uh, sounds good and you want to give yourself a real kickstart and finally sort that nutrition habit, um, lose that weight or tone those muscles or whatever it is that you're looking to achieve, then I suggest you go to our website, www.thedvcc.com forward slash nutrition dash accountability for more information. Wherever you are, I hope you're not uh, too stressed by the snow and it's not causing you too many problems. Remember, every DVCC will be open no matter what the weather. So we hope to see you very soon. And from all of us at the DVCC, have a great week. Thanks very much.